All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Subscribing Truth. I'm Jamal Bandy. I apologize for the late start. I had some technical difficulties I had to work out and everything, but nonetheless, we're here. And um, I'm hoping your Thanksgiving went well. I hope you had a good time with the family and everything else. Um, I really do. Um, on today's man, on today's show, I'm not gonna be long. <laughs> I say that all the time, and, and that's my intention is not to be long. Um, tonight I want to talk about uh, the importance of being able to accept correction. Um, I I had a conversation the other day uh, with a brother, and um, as as I be in the, the listen to the conversation, the talk with him, and we shared our uh, backgrounds, our pastors as to how we came to the faith and even to some of the, some theological stances that we both hold to now that we disagree on. And um, I begin to think about my journey, you know, how I got, got to where I am now. And um, man, I tell you, like it's, it's every day we're growing and I begin to think about like, man, I'm thankful for correction because I was in a lot of bad teaching in the past. And, um, and as the Lord, slowly but surely through the years brought me to where I am now, you know, and yet still growing. Yet there's still more I can learn. Um, I'm just thankful for being able to accept correction. And honestly, um, I, I give all the praise to the Lord with that because, you know, I'm a proud man. Uh, just like anybody else who don't like to be wrong. We hate to be told when we're wrong. A, B, and C. We just don't like it. We, we all love to be right. Um, but I'm thankful for correction and, and, um, and by the spirit is what really helps us. So I know I'm kind of jumping into this, but like I said, I'm not trying to be long. So that's that. Um, if you want to support the show, you can do so by support, um, by subscribing on YouTube. I'm live now on YouTube and on Facebook. You can like the page on Facebook. I really appreciate that as well. If you want to support the show financially for even just a dollar and up, you can do so a patron. The link is uh, flowing across the bottom and also in the description. I really appreciate it. If not, I appreciate your prayers. Uh, you listen to this on your podcast apps as well. Um, I think my last episode I did for Thanksgiving week, I still have yet to upload that. So I apologize for that. I will get that up as soon as I can. Um, but yeah, so I started thinking about that. I was like, man, the importance of, you know, having correction and importance of accepting correction. So I was looking at a couple of scriptures that I want to um, just read off. And just give some motivations for those of you who may struggle with that. You know, you may meet some people who just, you know, no matter what, you try to show them in a word or something and they don't want to hear it. They don't want to listen. And um, it's, it's a very proud way. I mean, it's just it's a, a proud stance to have, you know, and it doesn't really it doesn't help you in the end. Now, I mean, so everybody thinks they may bring somebody correction, it's, you know, and, and this is why we got to have a standard. Just throwing this out there. You know, somebody may try to give you correction and they may not really ha get, have the correct way. But that's why we got to have a solid standard to go by. And that standard is the word of God. So we all go to the word of God. We appeal to the word of God. Like that's the final authority um, in all of that. So, yeah. So I want to read off a couple of scriptures just talking about correction. I want to look at a video. Matter of fact, probably going to look at that now. I want to I look at a video that kind of gives reason why. Uh, correction is important and why people should be uh, willing to accept correction, you know, from the word. Let me let me be clear about that. The correction that comes from the scriptures, from the scriptures. 
All right, we're not talking about feelings. We're not talking about, oh, this makes you feel some kind of way and all that stuff from the scriptures. That is super important. All right, so on this side here, um, this is a comment section from YouTube. It's no, uh, we're not doing comments right now. I didn't. I don't know if I got it activated or not. But anyway, um, we got the little video here. This is where I'm going to play a video from YouTube. This is Stephen Fergwick, and I always pronounce his name wrong. Um, but this is a this is basically somebody already edited this video. This is a snippet of his sermon um, that he preached. So this is not the full sermon. It's like, the video is like two minutes long. Um, it's a snippet of his sermon. It's already chopped up with God giving scripture as corrections. And I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to give my thoughts on it as well. And then from there, we'll go to some scripture about accepting correction and go from there. And that'll be the show for the day. All right. Because love will take you way further than the law ever could. I'll prove it to you. All right, so it gives so it gives some understanding here. Um, he's going to talk about the law and love. Now, oh man, we're talking about the law of God here, and this is what he's going to refer to: the law of God. Not we're not talking about human laws, any of that stuff. God's law, okay? Um, and so he gives he's starting he's going to give an analogy that's going to tug at your heartstrings. All right, but remember, truth matters, okay? Always remember that truth matters. All right, here we go. Let's say your child is in a horrible accident. Let's say they bust their head wide open on the monkey bars. And they fall off the monkey bars. And monkey bars are like 30 feet high. I'm making this an extreme example. And they fall down and they bust their head wide open. And you scoop them up and put them in the car to get them to the emergency room. And on the way to the emergency room, every sign you see says... Uh, speed limit. How much attention do you pay to the numbers beneath the speed limit in that moment? Okay. It just, uh, okay, so now, we're talking about a human law. Okay, so there are human laws that for the sake of the gospel, Christians will break. So let's, let's keep this in mind. Say if there was a law that was put in place, a human law, put in place saying that it's okay to murder thousands and thousands of innocent uh no, no let's 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 take it back let's say there, if there was a law in place saying that it's against the law against the law to uh tell someone that they can't murder thousands and thousands of children we would break that law why because god's law says thou should not kill and we're talking about murder I'm talking about, you know, killing thousands and thousands of innocent children. And so um, abortion would fit into that. So now there was a law saying that it is against the law to try to compel mothers from aborting their children. Then we would break that law. We would. Because God's law supersedes all of that. It, it does. All right. So now in this analogy, you have your child that is in need of care and so therefore you're going to hurry up and get to the hospital if a police officer pulls you over nine times out of ten, times out of ten that police officer will either escort you and all that kind of stuff you may not even have time to stop but in the end of that all they will understand now there'll be some problem you know in the midst of it because they don't know what's going on 
But if they was to stop you while you're speeding, and you tell them what's going on, most like, most likely they're going to escort you um, for an emergency. I mean, they do, it for, they do it for pregnant women and everything else. All right, so anyway, that's, that's a little tangent. I'm sorry about that. So, yes, you would break that law. But he's fitting to liken that unto God's law. That's where we're going to have issue. That is where we're going to have issue. Um, now, this guy, like I said, he already edited this video. This is on, I don't know if you can see it, but it's from Reform Life Facebook page. Uh, so he, this video was shared. I don't know if these people actually made this video or they just shared it or uh, uploaded it to their channel. I mean, their channel and page or not. I don't know. But it's there. And that's where I got it from. And yeah. So we're going to continue to play it. Those numbers mean nothing to you. Why? Because somebody that you love is in trouble. And in that moment, any parent will break the law for the sake of love. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous. Any human parent. All right, so just to give context once again, this right here, because this scripture is quoted, this, this person is not saying that a parent should slow down. While they're, you know, the child is bleeding from the head. Like, this is what they should do. Like, slow down and, and obey this, this speeding law because they have an emergency. This is not what the scripture is posted. The scripture was posted to show that God's law, because he's going to liken this to God's law. Not human laws, but God's law. God's perfect and holy law. He's going to liken it to that. And God's laws are not grievous. They are not grievous. Okay? His laws are perfect and they're good. They're good. And so this is, you know, this is why that scripture is posted. I want to give context just so you have understanding. All right, here we go. We'll break the law for the sake of love. And what will really turn your heart to God is not when you hear his laws, which were given for our good, by the way, but they were powerless because there wasn't enough leverage in our action to keep the law. So what God did when he sent his son, and this is why we get excited in church, and this is why tears fill our eyes when we think about Jesus, and this is why the gospel is still good news in the world today, because God broke the law for love. I just want to pause it there. I, I thought it interesting how they <laughs> caught that freeze frame on that exact facial expression that he gives. Because the facial expression kind of gives it away like he knows he said something that he shouldn't have said. <laughs> but yeah, God broke the law. Wow. God broke his perfect law, which, would, you know, it's like, no, man, no. Like, God's law is good. That means anything opposite of his law is evil. That's why God, he, God is good. We know he's good. We know what is good what is good and evil because of the law. So whatever is done outside of the law is evil. If the, if the Bible says, the law says, thou should not murder. Thou should not murder. And if you murder, that's evil. Okay? It's evil. God broke the law? God broke his law. No. Sin in Jesus in the form of sinful rebellious flesh. We ignore the fact that the Bible tells us that Jesus came under his own willfulness. He gave, he offered himself as a sacrifice. He offered himself as a sacrifice. Okay. Oh man. Now I, I remember having a conversation with a guy. Um, this is it's something separate. Um, 
he says he said like man i can't follow i don't i don't want to follow a religion where like a man like just going to give his life for somebody like just going to sacrifice his life for 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 people like i i can't get with that and i'm like and like that's 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 awesome love because the thing is look at this the bible tells us for a good man people would dare to die like some would dare to die for somebody who's good but you're talking about the bible says while we were yet enemies of god Christ gave his life for us while we were enemies. That's love, y'all. That's, the, that's a perfect example of love. He showed forth his love by giving himself on the cross. But Stephen here says that God broke the law, his own law, for love. No. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep, the, keep his commandments. So, so love is tied into the law. Love is the law. Love is in the law. Oh, man. It's so, it's so much in this that we can spend all day on. But that's bad teaching. That's bad. But now we're talking about correction today. So what do you do with that? You give the word. You go to the scriptures and you give correction. But there are people who won't accept correction. They won't take correction. They don't like correction. They, they feel like, I'm not saying this about Stephen. I never approached him about anything. I'm pretty sure some people have approached him. He's continued. He's been preaching like this for a long time. So um, people who have approached him probably went on deaf ears. You know, that's, that's my assumption. But there are no people like this who continue to teach in this way, though they have heard correction from the word, don't have an answer, can't give a rebuttal. Or any of that. They see what the word says clearly. But because of wanting to please people, they continue on teaching the wrong thing. I've, I've seen it. It happens. It still goes on. But now you, you listening, you watching the podcast today, whether you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube, how do you deal with correction? When someone brings you correction, how do you handle it? Now, how do you go about it? I'm hoping that if you're a believer, you're hoping you're going to the word of God. You're not just somebody saying you're wrong about something. You just, oh, you're right. I'm wrong. Like, no, you know, that's not how we should be. We weigh everything according to the word of God. But when you see in the scriptures what the text clearly says, I mean, you, you've probably weighed out every argument that came about that you can throw back. But when you see what the scriptures clearly teach, and I'm not talking about just one throw, you know, throw it off scripture. I'm talking about, it's the, you know, the Bible, you read, you take the Bible for as a whole. And you see, there's no way around this. You know, like we have to humble ourselves and accept correction. The Bible encourages us to do so. The Bible actually says if we don't accept correction, we're, we're stupid. That's what scripture says. And I'm, I'm going to read a couple of texts. That was, that was enough for that. I, I had enough of him already. All right, so for Amanda, so I just want to read off a couple of scriptures, a couple of texts. Uh, so where we at? A couple of Proverbs. Talk about correction. All right? Now, uh, so Proverbs chapter 15, verse 10. There is grievous correction for him who forsakes the way, and he who hates reproof shall die. All right, it's like cut and dry. You know, you hate correction. Now, this is just like, it's like a practical living anything else. Like, you, you, you live in a world, you're going the wrong way, and you don't accept correction. 
man, it's, it could be bad for you. It could be bad for you. Because certain God's word, grievous. Like, it grievous correction, you forsake the way. And you, people give you correction, you forsaken it. It says, um, Proverbs 6, 23. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law a light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life. And I want to say that was uh, Proverbs 12, 1 that I had quoted earlier as far as being brutish. Yeah, it says, Proverbs 12, 1. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. That's what the text says. You know, and I think about this, like, as I grow in my understanding of God's word, there are times where I may get something wrong. Like, and this is prescribed truth. This is what this is. Prescribed truth is based off of this because I was in false teaching. I was in some, some bad teaching. And because of that, I wanted to be able to, to share the truth to those who may be in similar teachings that I was in, to hear the difference, hear the truth, and prayerfully come out of those false teachings. But that doesn't mean that I know it all. It doesn't. It means that I'm striving for truth. I know that truth matters and truth is important. Jesus says he's the way, the truth, and the life. Okay? And the Bible says that those who worship Christ or worship God must worship him in spirit and truth. So truth is important. You know, so sometimes you may believe you have the truth, but you may not. And you have to be able to accept that. Accept that correction. God gives correction. And the Bible says that, hey, God chases those who he loves. So if you're receiving correction concerning the way you're going in life, A, B, and C, like, that's beautiful. That shows that God loves you. And if you're just going on your way and just doing what you want to do, you may not be a child of God. And that should concern you. That, can, that should concern you. If you're going through your life and you know you're living a sinful, rebellious life against God, and you don't feel no kind of way about it, no, no conviction, or any of that kind of stuff, that, that should concern you. That should concern you because correction and reproof is the way to life. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this is how we should accept correction. I had, spoke, I had um, just recently, there was something I was corrected on concerning one, well, something I was teaching concerning Genesis. And, you know, something I believed for a couple of years, they really look into it, nothing that big, nothing that, nothing that was, like, um, essential to, to the faith, any of that kind of stuff, just something small and minute. And I was like, I never really looked over something that I had an understanding on that was wrong. And a, a brother in the Lord came to me and we went through the scriptures. I mean, it was it was tough. Like, you know, me, I kind of weigh it out. I weigh out everything. And so I'm going with him in scriptures. He's walking with me through the scriptures and we get to the bottom of it. And, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, man, I prayed about it. And I was like, Lord, thank you. Thank you for sending a brother who loves me enough not to want to see me going in the wrong way, who loves me enough. Who wants to share truth with me? Yes, y'all. Yes. So praise God for correction. Praise God for the truth. And so, man, don't despise correction. Don't. If you struggle with that, and I know we all do, that's pride. And repent. You know, look to the Lord. The correction is good. So that's that. That's it, y'all. Like I said, it won't be long. I want to look through that. I want to give... A uh, little review of that video to show you, kind of give you context as far as some bad teaching and, you know, what it could look like and <laughs> how we should be ready to give an answer for correction. 
and but how somebody may not want to receive that correction and how you know how we go about that kind of stuff so yeah I'm trying to look on here i'm trying to look on facebook i don't know i'm hoping you guys on facebook are able to hear me um it's like it was having some errors going in and out so i, I apologize for that i'm hoping you guys are able to hear the, the um, podcast on there uh, but if not it was it's available on youtube and hopefully be on a replay um but that's all i had guys um let's see next week let's see um there was another review that i want to do next week on another video dealing with um woke church i've been i've been waiting to do it waiting to do it but i'm going to do it um if it won't if it won't be next week it'll be the week after um trying to see what else is coming up uh, i got some giveaways Uh oh, sorry about that. Got this nice journal. Prescribed truth is engraved on there. I hope you can see that well. Man, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, one of my gracious patrons donated this to give away. It's a journal. That's all it is. Those of you who like to take notes, you know, I have one for myself. There's one I give away. I got one for my wife. You know, so thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know who you are for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, I got some books that I want to give away some materials on different subjects that I want to do giveaways on. So you guys stay tuned for that. Uh, once again, subscribe if you haven't. Um, if you like to support the show, you can. I really appreciate it. Um, say anything else? No? So patrons, um, stay tuned for the after show. Um, it's coming up next. And um, uh oh, there we go. Yeah, stay tuned for the after show coming up next. And um, remember, in this world full of errors, the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth. Blessings. Prescribe truth, we giving you what the doctor ordered. Jamal Bandy, apologist, the Lord servant. We undeserving, but Christ changed our mind frame. In a world full of errors, the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth.